0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today is Sunday the 5th of June and I'm back. I'm not 100% but it was just time to get up off the couch and stop just blowing my nose and being sick and move forward. So tonight we're going to do the Sunday Mindset Edition. Um... Monday, tomorrow we'll start back at acts nine. But today I've I've been praying and I've been <clears throat> really trying to understand what my next what the next focus is for me. And in my prayer time, it which isn't enough. Trust me, I'm not sitting praying constantly like I should or as much as I should. But one of the things that struck me today in the last few days has been I need to be better at prayer. I need to really understand it, make it a priority, and become a better prayer warrior. I know in the past my father, my mother, my sister, they were all prayer they've all been prayer warriors. And <clears throat> I'm not. I pray. I spend quiet time, but I'm not a prayer warrior and I really don't I just need to do a much better job of praying, of communing with God, because that's what prayer is, right? It's talking to God and listening to God more than anything, hopefully. And so I'm needing to do a better job on that. And so what's interesting is as I was reading Acts 9, preparing, and I started reading a sermon from Charles Spurgeon. It was on prayer and he chose one scripture from Acts 9 and he, I mean, I'm not going to read all this to you because it's massive. It's, well, it's probably an hour and a half, but he chose Acts nine eleven, And it's a very simple statement and it says, for behold, he prayed. So before we get started, let's go ahead and let us us start and open with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for this day and for all you've done. I'm so grateful for who you are and that you're in my life. I pray, Father, for my heart, my mind, and my spirit to be open to you. And I just pray and lift up this time. I pray that you would be the one who speaks, that you would enlighten us, that you would share with us your thoughts, point out what we need to get better at, and give us the ability to do that. I pray, Father, that we would be submitted to you to your word, to your listenings, and that we would really focus on what you have to say and that our hearts and our minds would be yours to mold and meld and build up. Father, I'm grateful for all you've done and I'm thankful for the fact that I can talk to you, that I can be loved by you and that you know me. I just pray, Father, for you to lead us this time and to be honored and glorified. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. excuse me so this really this this message was important I mean it just spoke to me on Spurgeon's amazing he understood God in such a way that it's amazing how his his connection with the Lord and the important pieces is right there. So I'm just gonna go ahead and, and read a couple of sentences or a little bit from his sermon that we won't necessarily cover, but they were impactful. And then I'm gonna just go through some of his sermon and pick out, you know, lots of it, lots of pieces and talk about it. Um, but one of the things that he said that really struck me is praying will make you leave off sinning or sinning will make you leave off praying. I know the truth of that. I know when I sin, I don't pray. It definitely keeps me from talking to God. And even though my sins are forgiven, my sins, my self-loathing that happens, then makes it so I don't pray because I feel dirty and bad or whatever. So I found that to be a very significant statement. Praying will make you leave off sinning or sinning will make you leave off praying. That's one of my new favorite statements or sayings. Then he also says, If anyone should ask me an epitome of the Christian religion, I should say it is in the one word, prayer. If I should be asked what will take in the whole Christian experience, I should answer prayer. A man must have been convinced of sin before he could pray. He must have had some hope that there was mercy for him before he could pray. In fact, all the Christian virtues are locked up in that word, prayer. Do but tell me you are a man of prayer, and I will reply at once. Sir, I have no doubt of the reality, as well as the sincerity of your religion. So, when someone asked me, if they asked me, are you a man of prayer? My answer would not be yes. My answer would be some lame excuse or answer of, well, I really try, I do my best, I try to you know I pray in the mornings, <clears throat> but I'm not like my father. I'm not like my mother. They were prayer warriors. They were people who prayed. And they, they would answer, Yes, I am. And I really was pondering that quite a bit and was wanting to focus on that because I need to be a man of prayer. We have a very critical time in our country right now. We have a very challenging period. I have kids and I have a grandchild. I need to pray for them constantly. I have a nation that, you know, I read lots of stuff and some are saying there's going to be a civil war. At the very least, there's going to be potentially food shortages and all sorts of things. I need to pray. I need to pray for you. I need to pray for my family. I need to pray for our nation and our leaders. So, am I a man of prayer? I need to become one. And that's what this mindset's all about. So, <clears throat> I'm going to go and just start with a portion, a very short portion, about that verse that, that Spurgeon focused on. Nine verse, not verse, chapter 9, verse 11. For behold, he prayed. Here was an announcement. Go to the house of Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayed without any preface that this was an announcement of a fact which was noticed in heaven which was joyous to the angels which was astonishing to Ananias and which was a novelty to Saul himself. It was the announcement of a fact which was noticed in heaven and that's amazing. Paul's prayer was noticed in heaven. Poor Saul had been led to cry for mercy and the moment he began to pray God began to hear Do you not notice in reading the chapter what attention God paid to Saul? He knew the street where he lived. Go to the street that is called Straight. He knew the house where he resided. Inquire at the house of Judas. He knew his name. It was Saul. He knew the place where he came from. Inquire for Saul of Tarsus. And he knew he had prayed. Behold, he prayed. Oh, it is a glorious fact that prayers are noticed in heaven. The poor broken hearted sinner climbing up to his chamber, bends, bends his knee, but can only utter his wailing in the language of sighs and tears. Lo, that groan has made all the harps of heaven thrill with music that tear has been caught by God and put into the lacrimatory of heaven to be perpetually preserved. The supplicant who fears whose fears prevent his words were will be well understood by the most high. He may only shed one hasty tear, but prayer is the falling of a tear. Tears are the diamonds of heaven. Sighs are a part of the music of Jehovah's throne. For though prayers be the simplest form of speech that infant infant lips can try, so are they likewise the sublimest strains that reach the majesty on high. Let me expand on this thought for a moment. Prayers are noticed in heaven. Oh, I know what is the case with many of you. You think, if I turn to God, if I seek him, surely I am so inconsiderable a being, so guilty and vile, that it cannot be imagined he would take any notice of me. My friends, harbor no such heathenish ideas. Our God is no God who sits in a perpetual dream, nor does he clothe himself in such thick darkness that he cannot see. He is not like Baal, who heareth heareth not. True, he may not regard battles, he cares not for the pomp and pageantry of kings. He listens not to the swell of mar- martial music. He regards not the triumph and the pride of man, but wherever there is a heart big with sorrow, wherever there is an eye suffused with tears, wherever there is a lip quivering with agony, wherever there is a deep groan or penitential sigh, the ear of Jehovah is wide open. He marks it down in the registry of his memory. He puts our prayers, like those rose leaves, between the pages of his book of remembrance. And when the volume is opened at last, there shall be a precious fragrance springing up therefrom. O poor sinner of the blackest and vilest character, thy prayers are heard. Even now God, God hath said to thee, Behold, he prays. Where was it in a barn? Where was it in the closet? Was it at thy bedside in this morning, or in his, stall, in his hall? Art thou now glancing thy eye to heaven? Speak, poor heart, did I hear thy lips just now mutter out, God have mercy upon me, a sinner. I tell thee, a sinner, there is one thing which does outstrip the telegraph. You know we can now send a message and receive an answer in a few moments, but I read of something in the Bible more swift than, el- than the electri- electric fluid. Before they call, I will answer, and while they are speaking, I will hear, God says. So then, poor sinner, thou art noticed, thou art here heard by him that sitteth on the throne. Again, this was the announcement of fact, joyous to heaven. Our text is prefaced with, behold, for doubtless our Savior himself regarded it with joy. So, prayer. Even from the most vile person, remembering Saul was there and was splattered with Stephen's blood as he was stoned to death. Saul was persecuting the church. Saul was not content with persecuting the church in Jerusalem. He wanted to go into Damascus, 150 miles away, to get a whole new batch of Christians to persecute. And yet, when he finally broke down and cried out to God, truly cried out to God, he was heard and he was answered. And God knew everything about him because God pays attention to us. He knows us. He loves us. So the question comes down to, for me, am I a man of prayer? This week, I want to start my habits. I want to be that man of prayer. I don't want to be the person who doesn't pray, who sins And therefore doesn't pray. I want to pray so that I don't sin. And that's really what it comes down to. We've been going through all these readings. And we've been on this journey to become more like God. I need to pray daily. And constantly. I need to be a man of prayer. So that's my mindset this week. Is to be a man of prayer. And to pray And bring joy to heaven and have great expectations of a change in my heart and my life. So with that, I'm just going to close us with prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your healing upon me. I'm grateful for the fact that I feel better and that you've worked within my life and my days. And I just pray that you would be honored and glorified by my life and what we do here. I pray that you would be the focus of my life and my heart and my mind and my spirit i just lift up this time i lift up these friends and i pray that you would be honored and glorified and that you would help them understand and move them along in their journeys that they would grow closer to you and bring you joy and that they would grow and be better or be your children in the way that you want them to be in the way that makes them happy and content so father i pray for this week I pray that we would focus on you, not upon the world, and that we would do your will and bring you glory. I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a a fabulous week. Thanks.